Are you listening? Damn. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Welcome to another amazing episode of Boss Talks. And if this is your first time, once again, welcome. If this, and if this isn't, you know that there's a fee. And we're completely taking this from Andy Priscilla. Uh, if this is of value to you, just share it out. That's all we want. Tell people what you learned, why you like it, and what it did for you. And yeah, let's just, let's just get it going. Today we have the CEO of factorybuyers.com.au, the co-founder, we've had his mate on here before, his partner, Shane, but today we've got Nathan Longhurst. Now, this guy's famous, like he's all over social media and to be honest, like the reason, like he gets, he gets mentioned on this a fair bit, you know, because like on, on this podcast, so I thought I'd put a, a face to the name so you know who I'm talking about when I reference these guys that run this amazing business that um, they don't take no for an answer. They're actually 10x. They actually follow what they say. And yeah, they don't, there's no excuses. So, mate, welcome. Mate, thanks for having me. And uh, I, I am a listener. I pay the fee quite regularly. I always enjoy uh, listening to you and Christine dropping bombs. And uh, here we are, mate. I'm ready to, to rock and roll. So, like today, I want to talk about um, something you would have probably. Uh, had come up for you and Shane and you know, anything that successful people seem to do. Uh, and like, there's also another version I want to speak about too, cause I'm actually a little bit sick of it. <laughs> so I'm a bit fired up about it actually, but it's, it's tall poppy syndrome. Yeah. You know, you, you guys have gone from uh, what you would, what would be seen as just normal blokes yep. to flying all around the world. You got some like, you got some nice, nice cars. You got some nice, stuff happening and you've got a successful business, you know, and, and you're not, you're not scared to get out there and tell people to have a go, which brings me to fire. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So like, tell me about like a time that you might've received a bit of that and how, how you handle it and what you think about it. Well, I'll just go back a step, mate. In, in your intro, you actually uh, you said you had my mate Shane on earlier. You use that word very loosely. <laughs> uh, he, he's a good guy. But no, talk poppy syndrome. It's um, yeah, it's it's a real thing, dude. And in Australia too, uh, particularly Australia, it's bigger than anywhere else I've been in the world. Um, we don't uh, have a culture that uh, I suppose uh, accepts and promotes and you know, has as any sort of positive vibe to people. Um, going outside of the norm and having a crack and, and getting things done. But, uh, you know, we, we, we do, you're right, Shannon, I do like to talk a bit about, um, you know, what we do. Uh, we're, we're active on social media. We like to um, document and share our journey um, and, you know, try to help people where we can. And that, that does, you know, get attention, um, both positive and negative. And it's, yeah, look, I'll... I'll go back a bit. I want to get to a specific example of this that I really, really actually enjoy. But uh, um, my, my background's a bit, uh, I've come from the corporate space and I've always had very, um, in you know, most people's terms, successful roles, high roles. I've, I've come you know, in senior leadership positions and I've had the job security. So I've, I've operated in, in um, you know, leadership roles where I've had the company car, I've had the, the added um, superannuation, we've got the bonuses, very secure roles. So when um, Shane and I decided to go out uh, in a full-time capacity into factory buys, I copped a lot of criticism. I copped a lot of criticism from people who, you know, were colleagues but also mates. And there's one that comes to mind particularly. This guy was the uh, uh, customer service manager for a business I was working with at the time. And he pulled me aside and told me, mate, you're mad, you're an idiot, you're, you're leaving, you're going to throw all this away, you've got this safe job, you've got this secure job, you've got this... Um, you know, great benefits, company cars, insurances, you know, blah, 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 blah. This is going to fail. You know, everybody, you know, sees a video online and th thinks they can do it. But, mate, there's people better than you that have tried and failed. You know, I'm, I'm telling you as a mate, this isn't going to work. You're going to fuck it up. Anyway, so I'll, we can get into the, into the detail down the track, but we'll fast forward probably six months. 
this guy came to me and asked me for a job. He said, I want to leave what I'm doing. I'm watching your journey. It's motivating me. I love it. I want to come and, and work for you. So uh, that was probably my biggest fuck you moment to the, 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 to the, the, the people that, you know, have that approach to you. So, but me, yeah, I love that one. Yeah. Oh, well, what I'm saying is like, uh, not so much coming towards me uh, because like, uh, well, I guess my turn, my, I've had my turn yeah. and I'm, and I'm smart enough to know that I've got another couple of turns coming back. Cause if that upset, what I was doing before upset people, I'm going to like really upset them in the, in the future. But yeah. what I see is like um, other people that are out there having, you know, the ones that are like probably halfway through to where we are now, you know, sure. we, we might be looking to grant cut own status or mm. something like that where we want to go. Uh, but there's people that have started more recently than us and maybe are halfway there yeah. and they're just starting to get a snip of success. They're just starting to like, you know, build their coaching business or build their other, build their business up and start to, the, the changes are happening for the, for the positive. And you just see like, like cockroaches yeah. running from person to person, like seeing if they can collect an army of people to try to take these people down. Mm-hmm. Now, like like I think that's weak yeah. Uh, and, and I see it a lot. Um, and like, I just think that in a lot of cases, these people are trying to build businesses there uh, on their own. Like I'm talking about the cockroaches. Yeah. They're building businesses on their own and it's the old thing. And I know uh, you don't agree with everything that Gary Vee says, but like this metaphor of like, you know, they're claiming that they're going to own the biggest building in town, but the way they're doing it is to tear other buildings down. Yeah. And, and that's where I like draw the line in the sand and think, well, you know what, if you spent a quarter of as much time building your business mm. as you are running around, hitting messenger in the background, collecting little bits of info and making shit up, thinking that you're Sherlock Holmes yeah, yeah. and creating these stories in your head about how bad or good or whatever someone is or you are yeah. or, or an industry like, you know, like anything, but really you'd be a million miles in front. Maybe you would have a bigger building if you just spent the time shutting the fuck up and doing your work, you know, like doing your work and learning the skills you need to learn to build your business rather than, you know, someone might have leapfrogged you, you know, and you might not think that's fair and you've got to come up with some excuse in your head why that is the way it is and they must be a terrible person or they must be, you know, and hell, maybe they are. But who, what's that got to do with you? That's right. That's right. And that's the, that's the point I'm making. And that's the, the tall poppy syndrome I'm talking about mm. um, because it, it can affect people on the journey. Like someone, like the cockroaches don't bother you anymore. Yeah. They don't bother me anymore. But maybe when I was first kicking off again, they, they would have worried me. Yeah. You know, when I wasn't, like, didn't have the, the calluses on my skin. So, yeah. like, so, like, yeah, weigh in on that, man. Like, like so, um, there's nothing worse than that. You see somebody like you said, who's, you know, in the infancy of their journey and they're starting to see a little bit of success. They're gaining some momentum and then some dickhead who is jealous, we'll just use the word jealous, decides to, you know, go and throw all this shade on them and they get that disencouraged, disheartened that they stop doing it. And then it ruins their, their, their all their progress. And, and who knows what that person could have become. And what it you know really is, it's, it's these people, it's them speaking about themselves more than more than you know uh, somebody else. So, um, you know, I always say uh, to people, I say to my group all the time, look, be a cheerleader. The the, the world is big enough for for all of us. So you used um, coaching as an example, and I know you, you you use network marketing example a lot. I don't know the numbers offhand, but I know they're like two of the top five. Um, biggest growing industries on the planet so uh, if, if you're trying to belittle somebody's action when they're you know um, putting effort into grow and you're doing that because you think by tearing them down you're actually going to pump yourself up you're mad because there's enough for, for all of you and if you look at you know really really successful people and I'll, I'll use Andy Frisella as an example because you mentioned um, uh, him at the beginning of this podcast oh, I, I listen to his podcast um, all the time religiously um, same as I do boss talks, mate. But, uh, he, he had, I can't remember the guy's name for the life of me now, but he had his last podcast was uh, a guy um, who came on and spoke about um, email marketing. And this guy owns a supplement business and he does um, 
uh, nine figures a year. He's in Andy Frisella's Arate Syndicate, and he's in direct competition with Andy Frisella. And this guy is actively promoting his business because he knows that he's out there in an effort to do good. And if he wins, they both win together. The industry wins as a whole. The pie gets bigger. So, um, yeah, it's cockroaches is is an awesome way to to describe it because it's 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 just them dealing with their own insecurities and, and trying to make themselves um, feel better about themselves for either a not having uh, the level of success that the person they're criticising is having, and it usually comes down to just um, effort on their part, them not having the uh, the balls to go and do it. Yeah, the choice. Yeah, so like yeah, Annie Priscilla often um, mentions Jocko. Yeah, it's it's another guy who's in direct competition with him, mm-hmm. um, but. Not really, you know. He is, but he isn't. Yeah. And they they they're actually friends. They can go and have a beer together. Well, not for seventy five days, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know. And you know, and as you said, like if you stomp on someone, they um, you could be stomping on someone who is about to go lead on to cure cancer or do something amazing or be the next Apple or the next, you know, it could could be anything like that. And when you do that, when you stomp on someone else's success. You're actually telling the universe or the energy or whatever out there, you're telling the world that you hate success. Mm-hmm. And whatever you, you're telling it, it's going to bring more, whatever bring you, to it. it's going to bring back That's to you. Right. And Andy Priscilla, of all the people that you would think wouldn't be, be- like, wouldn't probably believe in the, the spiritual side of business, like yeah. he, he's, he's one of the biggest um, like cheerleaders of that, yep. you know, and, and he believes that if you say, if, if you're, bagging people out or you're hating on someone else's success you you are literally bringing less success into your own life so um if you want to if you want to evolve from being a cockroach Mm. you're not doing it the right way if you're if you're hating on people and you know i've had people on um coaching calls that are freaking out about network marketers reaching out to them right Mm -hmm. and they're like oh i just i'm going to abuse this one i'm like hang on a minute how do you know that that person hasn't just been signed up and they've sat there in front of that computer for the last hour freaking out, working up the courage just to send that message out and they've been told by their upline or their their, Mm -hmm. their sponsor, like, hey, it's a numbers game. Just hit people up. Because maybe that person hasn't been shown how to build relationships either. And that person's just out there having a go because they want something more. They want something more. They want to have a better life for their family. And, be, you know, they could be broke. They could be living in a shitty area of town. They want to be, live in a better town. Like, it doesn't matter. How do you know that you ripping on them mm. isn't going to crush them and leave them in poverty? Like, That's right. there's karma attached to that. Yeah. I don't care what you say. Yeah. So, like, just, like, I've got clients at it. I actually said, oh, mm. cool. Like, is this, your only, mm. is this your only business? What else do you do? And you just get a conversation going. You can feel... You know, like yeah. you can't Shit, see you. Someone's like, oh, talking to me. Oh my god! And you know, like you can say, "No, I'm." Thank you for thinking about me, but yeah. like I'm cool with what I'm doing at the moment. How hard's that? Yeah, that's less effort than telling the f off. Yeah, yeah. So. You, you, you never know what um, uh, people, you know, personal relationships can bring to anyone that's ever built anything um, worth. No, hasn't has you know has not done it alone. They've done it, you know, with, with people by building a team. And if you go out of your way to you know, belittle people and belittle their efforts and, and bring them down in an effort to pump you up, you're, you're limiting your, your chances of, you know, you know, any type of JVs or, you know, growth, growth within yourself in, in that industry too. It's just, it's just crazy. But yeah, like you said, if somebody's trying to benefit themselves uh, and better themselves, sorry, to, you know, get their kids out of poverty or, you know, put food on the table, you know, your, your, your actions and what you say and, and how you respond, you know, can, can actually... You know, you know, stop people from fulfilling that that dream. So it's a big one, yeah, yeah. Well, like, and, and it's funny, like, people can knock the the network marketing industry all they like. Um, at the start, I was a little bit um, like like everyone. It was a new thing, even though I was, had success elsewhere. I hadn't been successful online, and this is definitely online. Yeah, but um, through this, right, like, people can look right now. Mm. Uh, that photo where it was like a girls' night out, and I was the only bloke there. Yeah, and you, yeah. you were bagging me out of here. It was yeah. a bit of fun. I don't know if I was bagging you out or jealous. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, like through that connection, through being in that at that conference, I know, like that woman, like the, there's a one lady there. Her name's Lauren Lahave. She is she's worked for Tony Robbins for like 30 years. Yeah. Um, she 
is currently over in in America, speaking all around the country with the National Achievers Congress. Yep. With um, uh, Tony Robbins, uh, you know, uh, Gary V, yep. and like guys from Shark Tank, and she's on. She's literally a speaker at the, on the same yeah. stage as them. Yeah. They're not selling anything. There's no sale. It's just like quality people, and you don't get on a stage with Tony Robbins if you're if you're a dickhead. Yeah, sure. You know, like or. Uh, I'm sure there's exceptions to the rule, but like uh, in this case, like that's a really strong lineup and, and through just saying yes and not being like closed minded to an opportunity like three years ago, mm-hmm. like I'm linked to people like that yeah, 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 and they're the sort of people, and this is not why I did it, but it's just a, it's a great side effect. They're the sort of people that can open doors for you. Yeah. Sure. You know, it's just that they, if you were to work on your own, yep. it could take 10 years to do. Yeah. So how do you know that that person isn't like six degrees of separation away from the person that you need to meet? It's going to change your life. Like someone's husband could be a better um, importer of goods, mm-hmm. have a bigger supply chain for your business or I don't know, like yeah. could be an amazing, like a digital marketer who's just next level. You, you just don't know. Yeah. So like yeah, just pulling your head in for a five minutes and is another thing. But my- so, so thinking about how how you do that, you you mentioned that you know you and I that won't bother us now. But if I think um, even today, like we, we shared something before uh, this podcast started just around um, uh, the success that one of my coaching clients had, and um, I, I put it on Instagram on an Instagram story, and I was really and I got some negative feedback from there from people who I've known for. Like I've known this dude for years, like years, decades, right? And um, straight away came back, this guy's, you know, had his best month ever um, from implementing some strategies that we put in place. And straight away it was, oh, yeah, but how come this? Or how much was they were they doing? What was the actual return? What was the conversion rate? Just going out of their way to try to put a negative spin or twist on it. And then you're right, I just like, yeah, fucking whatever, you know, problem solved. But... Um, if you go, if somebody in their infancy of their journey hasn't got that thick skin enough, they, they might go, shit, you know, am I, am, I, am I good enough for this? And, you know, you've just got to be so careful because you are preventing people from becoming the best version of themselves. At the beginning, like I, I said it on, like, on Mike, I had a coaching call today and like, um, like I had like 13 or 14 people on there yeah. and they're, they're all individuals. They're trying, they want to build their businesses. They're going into the digital space. And um, they've they got fear around it. And I remember the fear I used to have. And I said, hang on a minute. There were times where I felt like I was a fraud. Yeah. Does anyone ever on here in any of their businesses or even right now feel like they're a fraud? Like, who am I to teach? Yep. And they all put their hand up. Sure. And I, I felt the same. Now, they're in the position now where um, someone giving them shit mm. could crush an amazing future. Like, there was a time when Grant Cardone was walking out of rehab. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And now look at him. He's nearly he, like he's pushing a billion dollars in, in real estate. He's got it. Yeah, he's got yeah. it. He actually did yeah. it. Well, yeah. One in holdings. So. Yeah, there you go. Well, you know, and how do you know? Like that could have like just, and he, the story goes, he got bagged out on the way out the door mm. and he, like, I don't know, a bit of mongrel in him. Like, thought, well, I'll show you. And, yeah. You know, I think I, I think I'm lucky to have a bit of that myself. Like, righto. Now I wasn't going to do it, but now I really am. I'm yeah, going to go yeah. make a billion dollars. But, um, but yeah, like some of these other people that are out there, yeah, you're right. They'll, they'll, they'll believe it yeah. and they'll stop. And then how does that help society? Like how does that help them have more money to spend at your shop or create like more tax to pay for better schools for your kids to go to? Like, yeah. like there's just no upside to being negative. No, not at all. None at all. None whatsoever. Uh, if, you, if you're trying to build something and, and, and people are being negative toward it for, for no reason. So if they've, if they've had a bad experience with your product or service and then you can take that as feedback or, you know, constructive criticism. But uh, particularly from people that you know who see a change in you and see you trying to change for the better. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's, it's demoralizing. I can see how it, um, you know, stops people from it's keeping on. And it, and it's easy to throw shit from the at, at people from the cheap seats. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, yep. like you can, you know, like like you look at the Tony Robbins events, right? Like there's the platinum partners up the front. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't like I don't even know how. Like I think it's a cosmic fluke mm-hmm. that I think like this. I'm so lucky. I think I am one of the lucky ones in that regard. But 
when I saw the Platinum Partners, when I see people in a nice car, when I see someone win, yep. I'm like, holy shit, that's so good, man. Mm. And then I start thinking, well, what have I got to do to deserve to be out the front too? Yeah, sure. What have I got to do? Like when you go around the the the, uh, the, the lakes around here, the, yep. the waterways, and you see those huge houses, I'm like, what did those dudes do? And what do those women do to get that house? They must have done something pretty special. Like yep. they must have worked really hard. I wonder if I knocked on their door, they'd tell me how they did it. Yeah. You know, like I was saying earlier on in, on the call, like I had, a, I had a, a mentor of mine say that he, he just at 75 bought his dream property. Like he's got lots of properties, like he's mm. done a lot of property, but this is a brand new uh, McDonald's BP, like brand spanking new on, on, a, on an amazing road. He said, I just never, mm. never thought I'd ever get there. Like I'm, it's my dream property. And like, he, I don't, he rang me just to sort of share the win. Like yep. now I didn't have any, like I was like cheering him. Like I'm so happy for him. It was like, I'd, I'd owned it myself. Like I'd done it. I was that happy and that grateful that he was able to do that, you know, while he's still around. And then I asked him like, after I cheated him, I was like, so how does a young fellow like me mm. uh, get something like that? Mm. You know what he did? Like he said, he, like he said, Oh mate, like you got to do this and that. You, you just keep doing what you're doing. You'll get there. Bugger me at 3.30 the next morning, a.m., this guy who's set, still looking for deals, Yeah. at 3.30, he's up at 3.30 in the morning so he can beat everyone else to the deal. Yep. And he, he literally sent me an email of exactly how he did it. Yeah. 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 Numbers broken down, exactly what I'd need to do, show them and like the just next level stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like what a gift. I say winners want to see other people win, so... He, he really does like yep. he, he yeah he he genuinely because i don't want to say it's because he's got enough because i believe even if he didn't have enough he'd still want to see me win mm-hmm. you know and you know successful entrepreneurs yeah um they're happy to take your money when you lose yeah but you're still part of the group yeah correct. so i, I just yeah mm. I, like I, I hope that's coming across as like how to succeed like because I, I do want to ask you about that sure give me there's been times in your life, maybe when you weren't successful. Yep. And then there's a pattern that you've you've used, probably some steps, um, some mindset, some ways of thinking that have created success for you to be like, because like I I see you as only just getting started. Yeah. So do I. Like, oh my <laughs> god, I like, um, yeah. I think um, Amazon's got to watch out. <laughs> so, mate, hit us up with some like share share how you do. Uh, the I don't, I don't want to say the words that I will. You know, you become a product of your environment. So who you surround yourself with is is probably the most important um, piece of advice that I can give to anybody. So if you, for example, if all your friends are volleyball players, chances are you're going to start playing volleyball. Right? So uh, if all, all your friends, uh, go back to what we were talking about earlier, all your friends are negative, you know, whinging, complaining, you're going to be put in that environment. You're going to become a product of your environment. So... Um, if I look back at any time where I haven't been where I wanted to be in any aspect of my life, it was usually my environment. You know, I wasn't immersed or surrounding myself with the right um, information or the right people um, to to improve. So you need to know, you know, what you want to do. So uh, where you want to go, uh, you don't need to know how you're going to get there necessarily, but you, you need to have a goal. And, and then you need to um, work on putting a plan in place because if, you, if you've got a, a goal without a plan, it's just an idea. You need to actually, you know, surround yourself with the right people um, and, and draw it out on paper and, and you know, uh, get moving with it. So if I look at it from a business perspective, uh, we, we knew that, um, you know, we were on some people's definition of success, you know, working in, in the corporate space, but it was not enough for us. You know, we were tied to a desk. It's not what we wanted to do. We wanted to travel. We wanted to be able to have the freedom to do other things. Um, so, you know, we, we started something small and we just built on it. Um, but uh, I don't know if that, that waffle is going to help anyone, but uh, understanding what you want to do is, is, is definitely the starting point. Mm-hmm. And then surrounding yourself with the tools and the people and eliminating the roadblocks to, to allow you to, to build that plan and get from A to B. Mate, like I think the gold for me there, the, the nugget that I, I just took from that is like yeah. it's, it's okay to start small. Like you guys have got a multi-million dollar business and it doesn't matter how quickly you got there. Like it's great that you got there quickly, 
but you were willing to start small. And I think that's what a lot of people miss out on. They're, they're, they're comparing your chapter like 20 to their chapter one. Yeah. yeah. Instead of comparing where you guys started, like, you know, mm. just wanting, what was it? You just wanted some beer money. Some beer money. So we just wanted some, <laughs> some beer money and we both had a, a passion for travel. So if we could, you know, get, generate enough income to put us on a holiday once a year each, we'd be happy. You know, I've got another uh, mate of mine who um, has got a watch business and he talks about how he's just bought himself his dream car. Um, I don't know what it is, some Mercedes thing. And uh, how he did it was he, he just made $50 off, off doing one sale and then he just repeated that process. So he didn't <coughs> pardon me, say to himself one day, right, I'm going to go and sell everything so I can get this Mercedes. He goes, I'm going to go and sell something so I can make 50 bucks profit. And then I'm going to do that again and again and again and again. And then it just compounds. You, you build momentum and, and then you, you go from, from good to great. Yeah. So like something that Andy Priscilla says is like what the gurus don't tell you is mm. like, it's all right to burn the boats. It's all right to make these big decisions and you, you're a different person now, but the success comes from the monotony, the monotonous mm. stuff that you've got to do every day. And yep. no, one, no one glorifies that because they don't like, they don't like, I see it all the time, right? Mm. You see these um, uh, people that like to sit on rocks and meditate things into their life. And yeah. I know that has a place, yeah. but it doesn't replace action. Correct. And there's so many people out there thinking that um, they're going to just attract like all this amazing stuff. And yeah, you might feel good, mm-hmm. but is it, really, what's it re- is it really serving you? Like you actually need to do the work. If you want to vibrate at a higher level, you've actually got to move. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think that, and that doesn't sound fun. And it's not fun. No. Like, I, I can't tell you how many times. Like, think about it. Like, 18 years in supermarkets. And I have to admit, I wasn't the one opening the door forever. But at the beginning, when I was working mm-hmm. seven days a week, open to close, there were times I didn't want to open that door. Yeah. Especially when I was a young fellow and there was the odd big Friday night and yep. this big Saturday night. I'm coming in, needing a lift because I wasn't sure if I could drive yet because I was partying. But anyway... <laughs> So I can tell you what 10 o'clock felt like around a yep. hot chicken oven or, you know, it wasn't really that good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I still did it. Yeah. I did it no matter what because I shut the door on any excuses. I had no, there was just no way that I could do it because if I shut those doors, my, my, cl- uh, my, my, my clients, my customers would go to Woolies. Yep. And they'll get into the habit of going to Woolies and think, shit, Woolies is pretty good at this time of day. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll lose them. Yeah, but you know what people... Uh, struggle with that a lot more now, uh, more so than ever too. It's because we live in this social media world and people just see all the <laughs> bullshit that's on Instagram and they see, um, you know, people have to remember when people put things on, on social media, it's the highlight reel of their life, right? So if somebody's, you know, posting something about, um, you know, building something, um, they're, they're going to show you uh, the successes, but they're not going to show you all the monotonous, gritty, crap that you got to do day in day out to, to get there now some people will um but you know you, you don't see it or, or people fall into the trap of they, they they watch some dickhead with a six-pack or girl with big boobs in a bikini standing in front of a rented lamborghini saying buy this three thousand dollar course and it's you know within five minutes you're going to be a millionaire it's all money you don't have to do any work it's total fucking bullshit but people believe it and they buy into it and they don't get that it takes you know, to, to build anything of substance, there's a whole heap of, you know, 10 a.m.s in front of chicken ovens when you've worked 60 fucking five hours, three days in you know, the last three days. And they, they don't see that they could, because people are only displaying the highlight reel on, on social media. And that makes it um, a lot more difficult these days for people to, to, to understand, I think. So it's funny, yeah. The, 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 the one button, sick um, oh, algorithm yeah, breaking, yeah. 90% automated, yeah. uh, make like five figures every week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, you know what? Um, I look at that and I say, show me their bank account. Mm. Because what the only way they're making money is by selling it to idiots that are buying it. That, well, you got to think to yourself, if, if that's true, that's the case, what are they doing selling it to you for two grand? They're, they're making more money if they just repeated that process. So Exactly. Yeah. Wow. There you go. And that, that that's the industry in a in a, in a yeah, nutshell. Yeah. I um I literally literally my close is mm. okay. It, it, I know you've heard that it takes a pretty Instagram uh, photo and and a nice banner. Yeah. 
to build a business. Uh, and I know that's what you'd rather do because you're scared of sales. Yeah. Um, and I know this is what you've heard from this person that looks like they're rich on social media mm-hmm. and living the millionaire life. Instagram rich. Um, what, I, what I ask you is to look behind the curtain. Tell them to show you the bank account. Show me, show me where they've run a business before they did their five-day course. You know, I like, I'd listen to my mentors that have done no NLP, no uh, coaching courses a million times more than someone who thinks they come out of and, and can do some timeline therapy and they're a business coach, yeah, correct. Yep. you know, um, and, and show me someone who's gone broke and come back yep. and I'll listen to them even more mm-hmm. because that, you know, you see in Tony Robbins, like he says about the life, life cycle of business. Mm. They could be just on the on the growth period. That's right. they, they haven't had the punch in the face yet. Yeah, I'll give you this. When I first started my sales career, I um, uh, was operating in an um, engineering infrastructure uh, product market. So I was selling a, a generic um, product and service to an industrial market at the peak of the mining boom, right? So I wasn't <laughs> selling. I was going out and collecting orders. People were just throwing money at us, and I thought I was the greatest sales professional on planet Earth. And then 2008 came, 2009, and nobody had any money, and you had to actually go out and, and sell and you know, provide value and, and, and chase it. And I had to learn everything all over again because what I'd learned was how to go and collect an order, and I was told and paid and remunerated on on being great, this great sales guy. Fucking hopeless, absolutely hopeless. And I had to learn how to do it all over again, and it was one of the greatest things that ever happened to me. Hey, it sounds like me, like I was in the car industry and I was selling Volkswagens right as yeah. that whole scandal happened with the, with the emissions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just on the way out the door then and I was like, yeah, the, and I wanted to top the sales on the way out mm. just to say, like, just to, you know, the mic drop, mm-hmm. had to do the mic drop. But um, yeah, that was challenging and like <laughs> you, you have that uh, and that's going to happen in business, not just if you're a salesman, that's going to happen in business where, you know, how do you know someone's not eyeing off to come and be your competition? Yeah, how do you right. know someone's not going to come out and sue you or like, or, or there's going to be a recall on, your, on a product and yeah. it, like some sort of disaster. And um, that's where like Ed Milet says, like he yeah. said on the, um, on his syndicate call, like that's when the real entrepreneurs come back. Yeah. He's yeah. like, when, when the, when the systems are no longer working and you've got to go back to the entrepreneurial mind mm-hmm. to, to rebuild your business. That's yeah. When you've got to create something. So mm. mate, what, what made you finally take a stand, T- take a stand? Like what, what was it really like? I, I know you said you're tied to a desk, but what made you really just bite the bullet and like, like, I don't know. Like I know we're confident guys and um, we're going to like, you're going to be bigger than Amazon. But there's like what keeps you confident on a on a day to day basis because there people be out there saying you're crazy, even now. Like like how did you take that stand and go? You know what? There's something more in this world for me. What did you do? Oh, it's just about. Uh, I suppose it was the people say they want to win, right? Um, now this is probably uh, an immaturity thing for me, but I think I fear losing as much, if not more, than wanting wanting to win, and. Um, you know, I could see the writing was on the wall. I was, I was what I was doing um, professionally was very uh, tied very closely to the mining consumables market. Um, the commodity prices were going, you know, down at a rate of knots. Uh, it wasn't sustainable, and I knew that I had to do to do something different. Now I could have um, just gone and got another job doing something similar uh, in the in the corporate space, or I thought to myself, you know, I could have a crack at this, um, do something where I can really become free and uh, I'm not talking about you know the, the, everyone says oh, I want financial freedom blah, blah, blah. I'm talking about being able to do what the fuck I want to do you know to be able to come and sit with you today and do this and uh, uh, when we were mapping out our, our business plan we, we were these little the little bitch voices that Andy Frisella talks about yeah. now our self-worth uh, uh, Shane and I were actually having these, these conversations so we, we were mapping out okay when are we going to do it when are we going to take this stance to, to your point, when we're going to take this stance to do it, and we'd say, okay, what we want to do is we want to have X. So we said to ourselves, we want to have this much money in the bank, we want to have this much stock, and we want to have this much buffer. And then we did that. And then we went, no, that's not enough. Because we doubted ourselves. We you know, we so we kept moving, moving that goalpost. And it got to a stage where we thought, 
we, we can either do this for the rest of our lives and keep putting it off and making excuses and not trusting ourselves, or we can just go, we can just go all in and um, be able to do it. And, you know, Shane, I don't think on your podcast, you, you shared this story, but he, he, t- he tells a story. I haven't heard him say for a while now though, that uh, he wanted to get a haircut one day. So this is when he was selling cars, you know, he was working in a, um, a high paced environment. He's doing six, seven days a week and he needed a haircut. And he had to physically go and speak with his boss and say, mate, I need to get a haircut. I need to duck out for an hour. And he couldn't, he can't do it today, mate. What about tomorrow? And then something will come up tomorrow. Oh, you're going to have to do it next week. And he literally had to book in two weeks in advance to get a haircut. Right? Now, um, because he's working from when hairdressers are open to close, we had to sell it. And there's a million instances of similar things there um, in my life for me. And we just said, you know, that's fucking it. All in, let's go. And uh, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I, I had a similar thing with moving to the Gold Coast, even like, like, uh, I, I'd gone from being busted ass financially and I'd, I'd built, built businesses through property and like running some, some other businesses. And I'd got back to where I was like free. Like I, I actually got to the point where I was like, well, I don't really need to show up. I don't need to do anything. I built the systems. I like, I was all right. And, um, yeah, I was talking to my business coach and he said, um, so what are you going to do now? I said, oh, like I guess the goal would be to, to move to the Gold Coast. I've wanted to do it since I was like like 12 or 13. I've always wanted to live on at the Gold Coast. And he says, so when's that happening? I said, oh, you know, in you know the next 12 months. Yeah. I'll do it within the next 12 months. He said, well, what's preventing you from doing it now? Yeah, what's the hold up? And I was like, well, you know, I, like, I've got to be responsible. I've got to like make sure that my 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 other business is going right and I've built my coaching business. Yeah. And he said, I'm, I'm really curious, mate, but are you um are you making this decision from a, a place of fear? Yeah. And I was like, no way, man. I'm so personally developed. <laughs> I'm being responsible. Like I when I see fear, I run at it now because yeah. I'm so personally developed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, I still remember where I was raining. I can even point to it on the floor at the old house. <laughs> and I restaurant and then it, the penny dropped that I was being completely full of shit yep. and I was totally coming from a place of fear yep. and I was just going to put it off for like I could put it off for another 15 years yeah That's you know we would have done the exact same thing if yeah my, my, Shane's haircut really you know we're talking <laughs> I remember sitting there telling him that's fucked because I, I like to have fun and I like to shit stir as you know um, very well so I went and got a haircut <laughs> when, he, when he was telling about it I said mate this is the best haircut I've ever had you know run your fingers through this how good does that feel because we'd spend a lot of time with each other at like 2 in the morning building this business and you can't go get a haircut at 2 in the morning and uh, uh, yeah his, his haircut really did it because you could have we would have just kept putting it off and off and off for another 15 years, like you said. And, and You're saying like a, a, 20, a $20 haircut made you millions of dollars. It did, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I put, it gave us a kick that we needed. That's, that's sensational, yeah. Like I, I, What I would have missed is, um, and the podcast can't appreciate where we're sitting, but like I'm literally sitting on the beach, yeah. like, like seven, seven floors up, looking out to New Zealand. And I would have missed... Like well, I've been here for two years, so like I guess yeah. like like two like two years worth of sunrises. Yeah, yeah. you know I, I can't say I've been awake for every single one, but like I, I do make a point of getting up for most of them, and I appreciate it every day. Mm-hmm. And had I not just had someone call me on that bullshit, yeah, I could be like I wasn't doing it tough down there. I was still living in a, in a nice area, but I would have missed out on this. My kids yeah. are happier. My family, yeah. my wife's happy. Like imagine being able to. Stop listening to your own bullshitting and give your wife the opportunity and your kids the opportunity to live with a, with a sunrise. Right. Well, you're, 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 you're saying that, you know, uh, when you're talking to this guy, you're saying, you know, that's something that I've always wanted to do. Uh, I've always wanted to live on the Gold Coast since I was a kid and he's called on your bullshit and said, just do it. You know, I, I remember looking back, uh, my first overseas trip was when I was well, on my honeymoon. I think it was 24 or something. I got married young. Um, First overseas trip, and it was just to Fiji, so you could swim there. And I remember looking at these people who I used to work with, who were like my bosses, and they'd always be going on these international holidays. And I used to say, "Geez, I'd love to travel. I've always had a passion to travel. Um, I want, you know, I want to do that one day. I'm going to do that one day. I'm going to do that one day. I'm going to do that." And if you know, we didn't take these these leaps to to do things and stop listening to our own bullshit. You know, we'd, we'd never do it. And all like you said, all of a sudden, you. You're 70 years old and you've been doing the same thing day in, day out. And you haven't 
experienced or moved to the Gold Coast or done whatever it is that you want to do because you keep, you know, um, talking shit to yourself when you come from a place of fear and you, you know, you're not, you know, you don't, you're saying to yourself you're not worthy. What happens if it doesn't work? You know, I can't. You always find a reason or an excuse not to do it. Um, the time is now. There is no better time than now. Just you know, have a go and do it. We've in the last. I can't remember even the numbers now, but it's something like the last 30 months we've been in and out of 35 countries. Or some of the the same ones a couple of times. But um, five years ago, I was sitting there going, geez, I'd love to go overseas. You know, I've, I've been a basketball fan since I was a kid. Geez, I'd love to, you know, go and watch an NBA game. And I've, I've seen dozens of them. It's, it's, you know. Yeah. I, I'd never, never travelled overseas uh, until uh, just before 10X, yeah. GrowthCon, the first one. Never been overseas and... Like I had not even taken Vicky on a proper holiday yeah. until 12 years into our marriage. Yep. It was always just like a, like, look, I'll take Friday afternoon off and, and I'll be back Sunday night. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was the best I, yeah. I could do. And, you know, like all, all for what? Because like, remember in my timeline, in my story, mm. all that money I was saving up for that, that big win mm. didn't happen for me. Yeah. I got, I got, like that thing happened where I got punched in the face. The market decided that I needed to level up. Yep. So it took me back to zero. <laughs> may, some may think a little bit below zero. Yeah. And I had to do it again. And it, like, it's literally the best thing I did. Like the best thing that's happened for me um, because now like I, I am completely like no one's going to pull the rug out from underneath me yeah. again. Yeah. And I'm doing it like even more on my own. And um and in that time, yeah, I've flown, like I've been to yeah. GrowthCon, I've been, like I've, I've helped build the fire for like 15,000 people at LA for Tony Robbins. Like I've met all these amazing, like Ed Milet, I've like, got, yeah. like met Andy Priscilla, like all yeah. these things, all these guys that, you know, you know and, and here's my point. You're listening to Uncle Billy Bob or um, Arnie, like Mavis, tell you that it's not the right time that real estate is dangerous, that starting your own business is wrong, mm -hmm. that the crash is coming. Like the crash is coming and so is Christmas. It's going to come. Yeah. Why not listen to someone like Nathan or Shane or me if I'm the guy saying, yes, you can, because like there was a point in time where we also were just about to do something. We had big dreams and then we just decided to do it. And we're telling you that, yes, it can work. Yeah. Are we guarantee you it's going to work the first time? No. Probably a, you know, like work it out. It's probably a three out of 10 that it's going to be a disaster and probably a seven out of 10 that it's going to work. Mm -hmm. They're well, good odds. You, you talk about the, 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 the tall poppy syndrome. So we've got a story of our business. We took from zero to $6 million in 12 months and we use that as a headline quite regularly. And we, we get a lot of crap from that. Oh, you know, look at you, Shay Payne's blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but, you know, we talk about things too. I don't even know if you know this story. You, the, the, a business called Tisa. Have you ever heard of this? I, I, the only reason why I think I've heard about that is because was it in um, when Shane uh, rang me? Yeah, I think that phone number came up on my like it actually tells me what. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 so we we had a little bit of success in in factory buys, and we're like, right, we're going to go on to the next thing. So I'll, I'll give the Reader's Digest version here. We 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 generally built a new business called called Tisa, and Tisa stood for Total Industrial Equipment Suppliers Australia. We found a supplier that had, um, you know, uh, warehouses full, massive, massive warehouses in Melbourne full of farming equipment, agricultural equipment, um, you know, log splitters, all this type of stuff. And we, and we thought, okay, there's an opportunity in the market here. Nobody's doing this online. We're going to take this online. We're really good at doing it online. Um, done, you know, basically set it up. So we, we invested all this money, Shane, myself, and another uh, guy, um, you know, set up businesses, uh, just threw a heap of money at it and one thing that we didn't stop to think of was the customer and um, <laughs> you know we very quickly understood that the reason it's not online is because Billy Bob who's writing a check for uh, a tractor and a log splitter at a trade show in the middle of nowhere who doesn't own a fucking computer has got no interest of buying this shit online and it was a disaster. It was a, we 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 since deregistered the business with our sick. It's closed. We've, we've let it down. It was a total fuck up. Cost us, I don't know, mate. Might cost the X one cost us twenty grand. Um, and yeah, that, that's just an example that you know that that's one of the um, percentages that, that when it doesn't work. But um, will there be more that we have a go? At? I'm always looking for the next thing. 
Um, will I fuck something up again? Absolutely. Will there be something else that comes on that makes paper money? Absolutely. But you've got to, um, you know, back yourself and, and uh, enough to, to have a go. So. And don't listen to the people that aren't a snapshot of your future results. No. Don't listen to your mother-in-law. I learned that one too. Oh, my God. You want to go to Fiji, right? What if there's a coup? We're going to, go, we're going to take the kids to Disneyland, right? I've never, ever in my wildest dreams could have imagined going to Disneyland as a kid. I said, I want to take my kids to Disneyland. So take my kids to Disneyland. What if there's a terrorist attack? When I was going to go out on my um, uh, own in, in business, you know, oh, is, is that secure for the, you know, the, the, the financial security of your family? Um, same thing, what you just said. Don't take advice from people who have never done it. You know, they're just sitting there coming from a place of, of negativity, living in fear um, themselves. So don't listen to it. Do not listen to it. Yeah, listen, li take advice from people who are successful in life and even better, successful in something that you want to be also yeah. successful in. Like if I wanted to take uh, a business to online and be successful at it, you, I wouldn't go talk to um, my mother-in-law. Yeah. You know, um, unless she was like successful in that, which yeah. that, that, that's neither here nor there. Or some, or, or the Uber driver. They take advice from an Uber driver unless they're like literally, you know. Giving your advice on how to become a good Uber driver. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like make sure you have the mints in there and stuff. That's, yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, And the bottle of water. Yeah. But, um, but you'd, listen, you'd listen to Shane. You'd, you'd listen to, or you might argue with that, don't listen to Shane. No, no, that's right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like obviously, like I'm taking huge advice from people that are million dollar earners in the network marketing industry. You know, I'm not listening to the the coach that couldn't succeed in network marketing and decided to become a coach. You gave up half breath on that six week mark. Yeah, the six week mark. Yeah, we, we we talk about that. Yeah. So anyway, like, mate, I think this has been like massive value. I I think this has like been a really uh, cool way to to do the to do the podcast, just to have a, a yeah. an amazing conversation and and share some stories. And I guess like for me. Well, first of all, don't worry uh, to all your listeners because you'll be get rid of me real soon and Christine's going to be back. So uh, be thankful and grateful there. I, I tell you what I nearly did. I nearly didn't bother recording the video because, like, um, you know, we're not, we're not helping the, the views. Like, <laughs> are we, we, we need Christine on here to, like, you, to lift the gradient. Where, where, where is the video going to be strength? Because I, I listen to it on the podcast app on Apple now. So I've got it on um, – yeah, so it's on, it's on all the different – podcasts okay. uh, thing but like i put it on youtube there's a youtube channel okay cool. called boss talks so i should have been looking at the camera yeah no no it's all good mate <laughs> like I, I was thinking maybe we should just like have the microphone there because it's yeah, um yeah. uh probably looks better but yeah uh no it's, that's it man like it's been a, it's been a good chat and yeah. really really appreciate you coming uh here and look uh nathan probably doesn't wouldn't usually do this but like where can they find you mate like you're you're helping people you say you got you got clients and sure like where do they find yeah, you so um you can get me on social media uh facebook it's um nathan longhurst or instagram it's n longhurst you can head over to the website nathanlonghurst.com um you, you can go really old school and google my phone number and, and, and ring me if you, if you want but uh, nice uh yeah that, that, that's that's the best you'll find me so and um, and if you want to see how digital uh businesses are built uh and see what they what a good one looks like go to factorybuys.com.au and, and check them out there. Uh, that's that's where you're going to find the, the guys. And the reason why I love love that business is because it looks like you're having fun. Mate, it's not, we are, not boring. I'm a huge believer in if you, if you can't have fun with what you're doing, you know, don't do it, go find something else to do. But uh, no, we, we do. We've got a good, good mix. Um, you know, uh, Shannon and I, as far as business partners go, you know, we're mates first. So, um, yeah, we, we don't agree on everything, but we, we always nut it out at the end and, uh, you know, we, we, we have a great time. And if you go to factorybuys.com.au, uh, I can promise you, you will never, ever, ever fucking get rid of us because we're going to retarget the shit out of you. We're going to be on every single one of your social platforms. Uh, you'll never see the end of us. So, yeah, head over there and uh, check it out. <laughs> and then it's like um, I had a friend who signed up to one thing of Grand Card Owns yep. and he counted 38 unsubscriptions yep. and he's still getting still them getting yeah, still yeah, getting yeah. them so like there's some retargeting going on there so yeah. um no. mate like before we go mm -hmm. tell me about the 75 hard what's it done for you oh man it's good so uh 
I know your listeners will know what 74 Apart is because you've spoken about it previously on, on podcasts. So I won't go into that. But, um, mate, it's it's awesome. So we've got an accountability group here in Australia. We've got a couple of people internationally that are in it as well, as you know. Um, I like to have a bit of fun in that group. Um, I've, at the, at the, I've got one guy who's either going to hug me or punch me when I see him next, um, just today, in that group. We're giving a bit of, a bit of stick to. But, um, They're mate, easy targets, mate. You've got people from Canada there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, easy yeah, targets. Yeah. Good, little, good little Colombian man who's a bit fiery at the, uh, the <laughs> moment too. Which is he needs good. to be. Yeah. He needs to fire up. He needs to, he needs to fire up. But uh, if you listen to this, Charlie, stop sucking, stop making excuses and get on with it, mate. I'm only kidding. He's definitely not doing that at all. But uh, no, it's, it's, been, it's been really good. So um, we've got a group of, of um, people who are holding each other accountable. Um, I'm actually a very competitive person by nature and... I'm using it um, to, to drive me. So I'm not, a, I'm not a runner. So I know you and Shane are, are definitely runners. And I've never run 10Ks before in my life. And I see you guys doing it consistently. So I, I gave myself a chance. I was going to do it in 30 days. Um, I failed miserably probably 15 times at doing it, but I got it done for the first time last week. So the first time I've ever run 10K straight um, in less than an hour was you know last week. So I'm happy with that. Um, I've, I'm on to my third book. I'm learning a lot. Um, my mindset is that sharp. Uh, I'm changing the way that I do things. I'll give you an example. Um, this morning, we had a meeting with a supplier of ours in the US. So because of the time zone difference, that meeting for us was local time, 6 or 6.30 a.m. So usually I'm going to the gym as part of this um, program at that time in the morning. Um, now, pre-75 hard, I would have just cancelled the gym and not gone or, or gone to it later. But, you know, it's, it's giving you that that drive and, you know, it's getting rid of that bitch voice to tell you to stop making excuses and putting things off like going to the gym. So I got up. Two and a half hours earlier, I was up at three o'clock this morning, went to the gym, did that first, then went and did the um, the meeting that I had to do. Um, so I'm not putting it off or substituting. I'm just, you know, getting getting shit done. Um, I'm finding myself, I'm being a lot more direct with people, as we spoke about uh, previously. I'm a very direct person by nature already. Um, you know, I don't use, you know, 12 words when five will do. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Um, it's It's not a physical transformation challenge or program at all but that's definitely um one of its added bonuses as well um so i'm, I'm feeling healthier i'm learning lots from the reading um, making good decisions getting shit done and uh yeah i'm absolutely loving it yeah and like why wouldn't you want that uh although like I said, I've, I've seen a lot of people just like not even want to take it off not even not even want to try yeah not, not even want to try they're just like no i can't do that it's too absolute yeah, go back to this tall poppy syndrome. I've got people that I who I actually generally believe would benefit from this this program, and I spoke to them about it early on. And you know, you get hit with things like I don't need to do that. I'm not fat, or um, everyone everyone thinks it's a it's a body transformation thing. Obviously, it's not when you, when you explain it to them, they 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 hear what they want to hear, or. I'm going to take my water intake, my water consumption intake advice from a nutritionist, not some dickhead in America, you know, talking about hand to the cell. I'm going, well, this is the exact reason you are where you are um, yeah. in, in life because, you know, you're just so... <laughs> Income's short, direct. Short-minded and, you know, you know, keep taking, you know, that, that, yeah, that, that advice from mum and dad who, who haven't done it. And, yeah. Heaven forbid you listen to a guy who owns a supplement company and works with the fittest people on the planet. Mm. Not only that, he's best mates with uh, you know Ed Milet, yeah. and like looking like him at his age would be, I'd be pretty happy with yeah, that. I think he's honey, you know, something pissy small, like three hundred and forty million a year US in, in, in revenue. It's just you know, yeah, he wouldn't know what he's talking nah, about. That's right. Well, why would you listen to that? Mate, it's the cheap seats. It's the cheap <laughs> seats, and I don't want to sit in those, and I don't want to throw at anyone. And you know, you're gonna get you're gonna get shit on you if you're in if you're in the arena. Yeah. So just just go for it. Like just. I think that's that, that wraps it up, man. I think yep, just cool. just freaking go for it. So yeah. Thanks for joining us and hey, share it out and yeah, like let us know what you think. Awesome. Cheers guys. Damn. Uh. Yeah. Uh.